This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Thanks, disembodied hot girl voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I am Ernie. And I am Robert. Well, (laughs) this is the Halloween special, right? It is the Halloween special. It absolutely is. Tomorrow is Halloween. And, well, it depends. Do people really celebrate the night before Halloween, or they really just celebrate the night of Halloween? So, well, wasn't Halloween, like the name of it was like All Hallows Eve, Eve or something like that? Right, yeah. exactly. So, and then it became Halloween. Because mm-hmm. Halloween Day is kind of boring, right? Because you're just kind of yeah. waiting for the evening. So maybe you celebrate the evening before and then the evening of, and not really so much unless you have really young kids the day of, right? Yeah, and then you have that little bit of twilight where you take them out for the walk around the neighborhood. Although this year it's different depending on where you live. Yes, yes. Uh, now they're doing the virtual uh, Halloween where um, I think it's you just drive the the thing to do is you drive around your neighborhood to look at the decorations. So you're decorating your 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 house, so mm. to speak. Okay. So that's the virtual Halloween. The other Halloween is um, doing games, mm. right? As opposed to handing out the candy because they're worried about the whole like the, it, you know, being touched by somebody and then it's sure. spreading that way. Sure. Uh, contactless uh, Halloween. Um, and I know some places, businesses mostly, not many of them so far, but we've kind of heard rumor and seen kind of ideas that people are doing kind of a, uh, a touch, kind of going with a touchless idea of bags of candy. So they're giving out little packages of candy. Where they're right. just leaving them out and somebody's watching, but it's not like a person handing you candy. So the candy's in little pouches with the kids, and each kid takes one, and someone's out there just making sure that someone doesn't steal them all. And, you know, they're putting out a kind of a – I think they're calling it a treat trail or something like that. Yeah, and yeah. Little, like a map of where and to then go. And there uh, then there's the haunted house idea. They're, they're mm-hmm. trying to work out how to do the whole haunted house idea. Uh, you know, you're walking through a maze or something like that. So I think – that's going to be something different. I'll be very curious to see how that turns out. Yeah. Unfortunately, I won't, I won't have my little one with me on, on this Halloween. I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for next year, though. Yeah, I have both of mine this year, but mine are at a weird age. Like, my daughter's still sort of into it. Um, you know, she's she's 13, so she's kind of still into it-ish. She's been very much into the, um, the steampunk costumes. Mm-hmm. So she basically has a steampunk costume. She wore it last year, and she's kind of been building up new pieces to go into it. My son is at a weird place because, you know, he's turning 18. But on the other side of it, while he's kind of too old for Halloween, it's also his last Halloween before college. So he, ironically, is becoming very sentimental in his old age, if you will. And he (laughs) may be very into Halloween because of it being his last Halloween. So I really don't know what's going to happen. Um, we were thinking about doing kind of some kind of treasure hunt, treasure hunt in the house where they can find little things, um, right. little candies and treats in the house because we do have a fairly good sized house for that. But again, just not 100% sure what we're going to end up doing. So definitely some 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 definite complications, right? But yeah, and, and that's the curious thing that you bring up because I'm thinking about like myself, like mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Halloween as a kid. Now growing up on military bases, it's pretty it's pretty much the same thing year in and year out. There's a designated time when essentially everybody on the base is just mm-hmm. walking around, going from house to house. Everyone participated. There were a couple of houses that the light would be off because they didn't want to participate, but it was very few of them. For the sure. most part, it was like 
everybody was just out and about. And it was like the one night that we were allowed to stay out when the when the uh, lights street lights came on, right? Mm-hmm. So we were allowed to stay out after they came on. You know, usually that was the si- universal sign of it's time to go home. Right. right. But right. but on Halloween, you can just still hang out with your friends. You're walking mm-hmm. around. And mind you, you get in a little mischief. But like the old adage, boys will be boys type like nonsense. Sure. Nothing, nothing severe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like as I got older, like when you get into high school, it's kind of like you're really not into it unless like it like the school like pushes it really like, you know, it's Halloween next Thursday. You know, you can come mm-hmm. to school dressed in costume, you know, here's right. the things you can't wear. And, and, you know, you participate like that. But, like, at that age, I was usually more I, – I had more fun handing out the candy, right? Oh, um, And then once you get to, like, that weird age, like in your 20s, right, that's where you start realizing, oh, you mean there's another side of this Halloween where you're going to, like, mm-hmm. Halloween parties? The adult the co- side, yeah. Yeah, the costumes are becoming a little bit more, you know, revealing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's no longer like, you know – just dressing up like as a cop or a fireman, it's the woman who's dressed up like a, you know, sexy fireman or sexy, mm-hmm. sexy police officer, you know? Right. Um, so then, so then, it, then you get into your, your later years, you're 30 plus and you're like, you're like in between. It's like, you kind of want to dress up, but you don't want to be that guy. Right. Right. Cause I used to do it for work at that point, whereas part of the work thing right, uh, right. Was, was my way of getting away with it. Or if you have kids, then it's still kind of okay. Yeah, yeah, and, and then know. there was, but you know, I mean, and I don't mean like that guy because there are some people that really do enjoy like dressing up in costume, but Those because cosplayers, cos- <laughs> yeah, cosplay like took took over like over the past what ten years now mm-hmm. I would say, so it's become a little bit more acceptable that people like dress up more often in costume. Sure, sure. Except for the ones, yeah. So. <laughs> Like, that was so weird. Like, in my 30s, it's like, I still kind of wanted to be in, like, the really cool costume, but it's like, I kind of want to be relaxed about it. Mm-hmm. But you, you know what I mean? There's no middle ground with that, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that, sadly, body type comes into it extremely heavily. Because based on what you look like naturally and what you're really comfortable with, like, for example, we, uh, I wear glasses. Some costumes just don't work with glasses. It just they right. just don't, you know. Like some Spider Man, right? It just you know those are the kind of characters I would love to be able to do a full body suit type thing, but I can't. I just it, it's not going to happen for me. You know, I don't have a very physically fit body, so certain costumes would be a little too revealing. So I have to kind of keep those things in consideration. I don't have a cosplay body, you know what I'm saying? So you have to kind of think about okay, what can I be? What's right. appropriate? What's comfortable? What am I going to be doing? You know, I'm not going to be wandering around with friends doing a party anymore. It's probably I'm going to be doing something. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets to that kind of area. So a lot of times, you know, for myself, when I don't have the kids or when Halloween falls on a weird day of the week, I just kind of give up on it and watch a movie. And I'm not and I know you're not really either really a horror movie fan. And we watch some of the classes because you kind of do. Yeah. Well, something that's scary, but not traditionally scary like something that gets you psychologically more than like oh look there's a jump scene with a crazy bad creature okay well there's those movies that are like they're the apex of what the the the, the genre considers as horror right you have the right the exorcist you mm-hmm. know rosemary's baby the mm-hmm. omen oh um, yeah you know things like that those are i i, I don't know maybe because i'm old-fashioned on that 
those have a little trace to, of reality in them. You know what I mean? Woven into bit, the stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it and it kind of resonates a little bit more with me. So those, like, if I watch one, mm-hmm. one a year, I'm usually good, right? Right. Like, no, I'll be like, you know what? It's been it's been so. You know, I'll be flipping through, and The Exorcist will be on. I'll be like, wow, it's been like four years since I watched The Exorcist. And then when I watch, I'm like, shoot, I completely regret my decision now. I am <laughs> good for the rest of the year because that movie <laughs> still still like strikes a tone with people, and, right. and I'm one of those people. Uh, Stephen oh, King sure. is. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. Well, you have you have some natural fears there, too, so that makes sense. But for me, it's kind of weird because, like, okay, here's here's a perfect example. Here's a here's a random film that I find okay. really, really kind of scary, but is it really meant to be, I guess? Um, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, yeah, that's terrifying how that ends. Yeah. With them getting smothered by, by Big Chief. Right. I mean, it's just depressing creepy and scary i mean heck some people consider this a comedy but being john malkovich oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's a yeah. terrifying movie it's, what are you talking it's about crazy. Comedy. it falls under comedy a lot of times and it's so weird to me it's like no no well, that's just, what's that, the no. other one <laughs> uh the sixth sense was was oh. creepy also see in the sixth uh, sense is one of those movies that once you've watched it it's no longer creepy after the fact. That's yeah. It. Once you understand the story, it's like it's yeah. Scary, it's still but... good. Well, okay, Zodiac. Zodiac. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that still holds up as being fairly intense and scary. I mean, Steven Spielberg did his scary ghost story, Poltergeist, and I Polter- thought that was yeah. scary when it yeah. when it came out. Again, it go, it, it, the ones that go into the supernatural, I get more scared by things like it could really, really happen. Or they're based on real things and the, then then the the supernatural stuff. So Poltergeist well, kind of falls into that supernatural. Well, then then you're going with Jaws, right? <laughs> you know. I guess if you're afraid of sharks, yes, that's true. You know. But I was <laughs> I mean, you know, like the, the serial killer movies, like the really okay. like um, the one they did recently, the the, the docudrama one. The, they did this one. I forgot what it was called, but the beginning of the FBI it was like the real beginning oh, of the FBI. Oh, uh, you're talking about. Um... You're talking about Dillinger, right? Or you're talking about Bonnie and Clyde or Dillinger? Well, one of those, but there was one that was actually about the FBI itself and how they did these interviews with real serial killers to try to figure out what a serial killer was made of. Well, I know, I know I there was... I not remember the name of it, but it was it was one of them that came out recently, and it was I, I very think the, F, I think the FBI was the response to, like, catching John Dillinger. Yeah. I think, I think that, that's what yeah. it was. Yeah, um, so it was very creepy. I mean, hell, Stranger Things also kind of falls in that category, even though it is not, you know, it's total supernatural fake, but it has that element of, you know, my kid's missing, where's my kid for the whole first season, you know? And, right, yeah, you know, that's what drew me in, because, like, you know, it was, A, it was framed in a time frame that I grew up in, so I was mm-hmm. like, you know, that same year, I was around those kids' ages, right? Right, and I was a little younger. similar yeah, I had similar similar interests a little younger. Similar <laughs> interests. I like uh, and when when the kid went missing, like I've known like in my earlier days, like there's been that one kid that you hung out with that went missing and uh, sadly something ha- bad happens. So I was like I was like, "Wow, I can't believe like somebody wrote an entire series about all this stuff and I can relate to it." And it was scary. Like it, it really oh, yeah. it really hits on you. But now like it's since it's become more mainstream, it's not scary anymore. It's more right. like 
jump scenes, that type of thing. Yeah, I don't like find jump, jump scares. Scene. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't find that that really scary at all. It just, it's just silly at this point. I, I don't really. Again, I'm not going to get. I can't get enough into the stories of any of them to really feel the jump scares are worth it. I mean, like I would say, like the first um, saw. That yes, was, that's just what I was going to say. Yeah. The first saw was a whole. I would say that was a better horror movie. Mm-hmm. Then the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the other one that came out around the same time I saw? Oh, uh, uh, the, the the House of a Thousand Corpses or something like that? Oh, I remember the movie. Mindhunters. Mindhunters? You're going to have to remind me on that one. You may never You're see going it. To... So this is the true story of how the FBI got the, – the Criminal Minds, basically. The Criminal Minds, the TV show. This was the true story of how that division of the FBI actually got started. And what these guys did is they went around and did interviews with real serial killers. And oh, that's the, terrifying. Right. And what they did was is they they did it as a show. And the, the, the people that played the serial killers actually looked just enough like those serial killers. And the conversations they had were actually the transcripts from the real interviews they did with those serial killers. So See, that's like the Ted Bundy tapes. Right. Then, this, oh they did the gosh. Ted Bundy. They did. He was in there. That, that, was, that was one of the, That's scary to me. That's terrifying. Yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Because it's, it's real. It's real. And, and I know that it's been beaten over the head, but, like, they kept saying, like, you know, you would never expect, you know, he looks like such a nice guy mm-hmm. and, like, women are attracted to him. I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. No, the dude no, killed. No. He he is he went to the grave probably with a lot more, you know, kills under his belt than he oh, confessed yeah. to. Oh god, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. Those are oh, those types of things are always scary. Well, and also another one. Kind of... What was the other one? But there was another movie that came out around that. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I keep forgetting about this one. Silence of the Lambs. Oh yes, I, I found that one scary yeah. as well. That one is yeah, and again, it's not. It's not the jump scene. It's just a scary story and just enough to be like, hmm, that's hmm. – they, they left so much out. Like, you know, when you're, like, thinking about it, you're like, how did he get free? Mm-hmm. Like, like you, you're left with that imagination because, like, he's in the scene and, you know, he's in this – it's in the famous, like, um, image, right, where uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins is, like, strapped to the board with the mask, with his hands ah, tied geez. and everything. Yeah, and the yeah. guy is using the pen, right? Mm-hmm. And he's writing something, and he leaves the pen down, and he kind of – you see his eyes move toward the pen, and then it goes back to his eyes, then back to the pen, and back to the eyes. And you're like, okay, what's going to happen? And then it goes to a completely different scene. And, <laughs> and now you're with Clarice, right? Yeah, and, right. And, and you totally forget about the whole – well, how the heck did he get loose? Right. <laughs> you were thinking it had to be the pen, but they never say. And they that's the terrifying yeah. part about it. Right. No, and that's and that's what really makes – I mean, like, one of the biggest things is I love the ones with a twist. The psychological ones are usually good, like um, the um, Shutter Island. I mean, that's – Yes. I mean, yeah. that's that's awful. I mean, it's a great movie, but it's awful. Um, you know, and I know everybody made fun of it at the time, but um, uh, Inception – too yeah it's like you're you're going you're into the dream into the dream into the dream yeah and, and you don't even know what's real anymore yeah that's terrifying i mean and you can always go back to like the um the one that's like that um oh what dreams may come 
I don't yeah, know if that, that falls more into depressing than scary, but it's yeah, so it, it, close to that line. And I don't <laughs> understand the market that they were trying to hit with that. It's kind of like, yeah, if you're feeling good about yourself and you're having a really good week, watch this. This. And yeah. it was really good acting in it, but man, oh, it's yeah. such a heavy movie. It's like oh. uh, the level of depression that you get after watching uh, Netflix's Punisher. Oh, it's yeah. It's so depressing. You, 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 oh, that that falls into it every, too. It's like there's that fine line between depression and fear. And yeah. Some of those movies kind of fall into both those categories. And those are some, those are some things for our, our listening audience, if you will, that you might want to consider watching. It's a little bit different than the classic jump horror films because you gotta you got to be in a really strong mental place to kind of handle some of those things, you know? Well, yeah, well, one of the ones that I've watched recently, and I think this is something I, I'd want to recommend, and this was something I, I fell across um, by accident. It's a movie that probably came out maybe two or three years ago um, called The Witch, but it's spelled oh, with like two V's instead of a W, okay. if that makes any sense. I mean, and it's, sure, why not? And it's set in early America, I would say probably during the Puritan age, um, okay. when Puritans were settling America. Did you know so that was that's actually a genre now? I didn't know this. Yes, the Puritan horror genre is a specific genre of film now. Well, let me I just tell found you, out. this film is completely evil i am telling you it is like liquid like dripping to the ceiling like evil that type of level um i would recommend that it's a long watch it's not like your traditional but it's telling a whole story and the ending pretty much is like holy crap i can't believe it Mm. you have the devil you have the earth you have like all the stuff that people during that time frame like a a la the Salem witch trials. Mm-hmm. But what if the witches were freaking real? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's basically what this movie is. So I, I, if you want to be thoroughly creeped out, that's probably a good one. Um, the other ones that I would probably recommend, and, and I think we're going to go through, are we going to go through a list? Are you going to hit me with some? <sighs> I'll give you some too, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the opposite angle. Okay, and go I'm going to go, you're going to take the ones that are truly horrifying. What I'll take is give a list of movies that for everybody else who doesn't want to be scared, have their poop cleaned out of them. <laughs> what movies they could watch that are Halloween themed, but aren't going to terrify you. So I'll take that list. Okay. So you continue. All right. So you have that one that will thoroughly creep you out. Um, I don't know if you would consider this horror, but but some people do. Brightburn. Ooh. That is definitely a scary movie, but again, it falls into that psychological horror, but it's still freaking scary. Yeah, so yeah, I, mean, I think that counts. The, that counts. The kid's pretty pretty menacing, right? And it's <sighs> like he he's like he the kid just becomes evil, and it's and I guess in, if you want to look at it, it's like not everybody has to be like have a really horrible life to be evil. Some right. people just are evil. This kid was just evil. There was nothing changing him. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not. Um, what's another one? Um, I think you would probably go into, I don't know, if you're looking for something that kind of gets you in like that claustrophobic mindset, the first Alien movie with mm. Sigourney Weaver. Those um, are all those are all pretty scary, even though they're meant to be horror films. At least it's a good story that kind of draws you into it, you know? Yeah, the tagline, of course, no one can hear you scream in space, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, it falls into that nice cross genre. So, um, 
yeah, so that that's probably safe to watch on Halloween, I would think. Because then if you try to watch Aliens, you know, uh, you know, I don't know if that's scary. It's more like it's there's some scary scenes in that. I mean, it's yeah. pretty tense because it, it's a good enough story that you kind of get involved and you're like, oh crap. Oh crap! Is she gonna live? And especially if you haven't seen it before too, which is the catch. You know, if you've not seen it before, it adds an extra layer in. If you have seen it before, then yeah, it's a fun rewatch. It's not yeah. you're not gonna have the same scare, you know. Uh, I guess the other one would be like Silence of the Lambs. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Would you throw Legend into this? I am Legend, or no? Well, that's another one. I am Legend. <laughs> um. If you don't like being alone. I prefer I Am Legend. How do I put this? Because that came out around the same time as World War Z. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I I found interesting as a story. I just didn't particularly find it, like, that interesting. It was fine. But it was like, "Mm, okay. Yeah, because it was kind of like you're watching, you're like, yeah, this is like 28 days later. Right. Yeah, it's been done. Yeah. Yeah, I Am Legend is just... It's the same thing, but because of how it's done, it's really freaking creepy. Yeah, it is creepy. I mean, that whole isolation thing in New York oh, and yeah. like, I mean, being by like, yourself. Who's doing this? Yeah, who's doing this? Who's moving the the dummies? Right. Right. <laughs> well, there's that other show. Um, oh, the 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 quiet space. That the new. Oh, movie. A, quiet, a quiet place. Yeah. Yeah. Oh it's yeah, I heard that was terrifying. Yeah, I heard that. Um, that was the one where the guy, uh, I think it was, yeah, it was it was the guy, right? And there was a scene mm-hmm. where he, he steps on the nail and the nail goes yes. through his foot. Uh, that's, oh, I, I, that creeps me out. I'm not even, like, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I watched it once, and I remember saying, yeah, I'm good, right? Yeah, like, okay. there's no need for a rewatch yeah. on that. No. Yeah, there's a few um, things. Yeah. What was the other one that I was good? Uh, the Fog? Mm-hmm. Okay, I don't think I've seen that. Was it the The mist? The mist. Is the one with Aaron Eckhart in it? I think that's the mist, but I'm not sure. What you you know? It was those things that were like coming through the mist and killing people. Yeah. And he's with his family, and he's like, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's the mist. Yeah, Yeah, watched it one time, and I was good. I was like, I'm good. I can't watch this again. Yeah. No, definitely. So for the rest of you, yes, go on. Don't want to be absolutely terrified. Uh, and want to watch something Halloween-themed but fun. Maybe you have, I don't know, kids, for example. Um, you know, things like um, The Nightmare Before Christmas and Hocus Pocus are classics. You know, they're not really scary, but they could scare younger kids. But they're they're still in the Halloween theme, you know, and they're still fun to watch. Okay. Um, there's a new one that actually came out that I've been hearing a lot of good things about, which is this Hubie Halloween um, I've seen the the clips for that. It's the uh, it, Adam Sandler verse. Yeah, so it's not terrifying, but it's definitely fall, it falls into the creepy kind of thing, you know, kind of creepy, but not really like scary, scary. And, and and just what I caught from the trailer, and I hate like spoiling it for people, but is this the movie where like the kid, the guy who basically says, you know, basically cries wolf, and then this time he's right, there really are monsters. Oh yeah, I'm sure it is. Okay, it, it definitely. Right. I I got the feeling of that, but it's it's. I've been hearing a lot of that. It's actually been like it's well done, like it's it's a good movie. Um, you know, it's kind of fun. It's a TV series, but it's a nice little like uh, I Zombie. Okay, I Zombie. Definitely okay. creepy, but it's it's fun more than it's scary. But it still deals with the zam- the zombies and all that good times. Like um, the Santa Clara diet. 
Oh, love that. That's I, that was so depressed when they canceled that without a good finale. I mean, the last season was good, but yeah, that's another one that falls into it. It's scary. It's realistic. It's not too over the top, but it definitely deals with you know horror. But it's not really really scary. So I think that definitely is a good choice too. You know, those are kind of ones that fall into that category of their Halloween. And here's the one that kind of you tell me what you think. I don't know if you ever watched it, The Witches. Now, this is the one, it's a British cast uh, with um, Angelica Houston in it. And this is the one where these witches... I did see... I thought that was a movie. It was a show? Yes. No, that was a movie. No, I, I switched from TV to movie. Sorry, I'm just jumping oh, all okay. You know oh, how I run. So, yeah. So, do you consider that horror? Or is that just creepy? Because that could scare people, because they're trying to eat the kids. I mean, let's not, you know, they turn the kids into rats. So it's definitely not, like, you know. Uh, I guess it would be more creepy than horror. Yeah. I think so horror, you'd have, to, you'd have to see some death, I think, for it to classify as yeah. horror. Yeah, because it, it, it does have a, a, a low rating. It's like PG or PG-13, so it definitely isn't. I mean, if you're going that wrong, I mean... The Adams Family movies, specifically the first one, I feel is the best. Oh yeah, of yeah. those movies, not the new animated bull floppery, but the original. I didn't see the animated one, so I can't give my opinion on it. it. Well, I heard it was. Let's put it this way: it was good enough that they're doing a sequel. Let's do that. Let's put it that way. Okay. So, take that I mean, as you hey, see. Yes, you're you're, talk, you're talking about a show that came out in the '60s, and then in the '90s right. they rebooted it for a one-time movie, and it spawned a little bit of a resurgence in that whole genre. I can't tell you how many girls I saw dressed like Wednesday after that. So hot. Uh, <laughs> anywho, <laughs> so disturbing. I like I like so girl. Sorry, I I just do. It's just I haven't uh, seen very many goth girls. I see more cosplay girls, more mm-hmm. emo girls, but yeah. goth girls? Do they still yeah. exist? I don't think so, unfortunately. It was a, a it was a fun time. It was a fun time of my youth, and now it's gone. It's just now it's just sad. Are they now like dystopian or something like that? Dystopian girls? Because now they're all grown up. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it's not the same. The just, same girls that like uh, like get into roller derby and stuff like that. Yes, <laughs> I, I don't know. No, That's I, I don't know. What? I'm just throwing that out there. Like, what well, happened? Maybe. To I don't know. They got. They. I must have grown up and had kids and other soccer moms. That's what happened. <laughs> they had to give up their ways. So they, they had kids and had to be real. Oh, Beetlejuice. There's another Beetlejuice? one. Beetlejuice. Okay. Well, yeah. Fun Halloween. Tim Burton and his twisted sense of like telling a scary story, right? Because he also right. did it's the not... Nightmare Before Christmas. Right, and uh, it's uh, the Corpse Bride. You know, the they're, Corpse Bride. They're, not, they're creepy, but they're not scary. And they definitely fall into Halloween, but they're not scary. So this is oh well, what a, what a, all right? What about those things that kind of bleed into both? Child's Play. Oh God, no, that's just creepy. That no, that's scary. My my my, my wife will not have dolls in their bedroom. Period. Ever. And then, and no, then, of course, no they, stuffed animals, they, no dolls, no marionettes, no puppets, nothing. Okay, now that's just like when marionettes, I, ventrilo- ventriloquist see? dummies. No, wait and I always nightmares. wanted to be able to see, and I always wanted to be a ventriloquist. I always thought I could do it. I thought it'd be fun, and she hates when I do it. I didn't even know this until recently. She was like, "I hate when you do that." It's like, <laughs> okay, I'll do it anymore. Didn't know. 
<laughs> did you have the did you have the uh <laughs> did you have the discussion of of like uh what was that from uh uh, re, re, uh return of the sith where like uh palpatine's talking to anakin he's like some may find <laughs> their <laughs> skills to be unnatural unnatural <laughs> yes no it was like definitely much bad as like yeah and i would make random stuff you know i'd make random stuff to animals just start talking or i would you know ball up a sock and make it talk or something and then later i found out <laughs> after the fact that like way after the fact of me doing this for years yeah yeah she doesn't really like that and i was like well so no dang it. no muppets? no I mean, she she tolerates it to a certain extent. Like she'll watch a Muppets movie, but not in real life. Like what she, about, she doesn't. What about Lamb Chop and Charlie Horse? Would she be like, oh my god, those things are so evil? <laughs> if somebody was using them in real life, I think she would be kind of creeped out by. Yeah, oh I don't think gosh. it's like watching movies. I don't think it's like watching Muppets or anything like that. But it's like if someone's doing it in real life, it's like a, kind of that weird hybrid between Chucky and Toy Story. Hmm. Well, you know, one of you know, the recent winners of America's Got Talent was a girl that that would sing with the ventriloquist dummy. I saw that. That was really cool. I love that. That that inspires me. I love that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't think I'm really. But, but her, she would. She'd be like, no. no, you're not going anywhere in this red X. No. That's a no. no. Yeah. So my 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 dreams of becoming a uh, a ventriloquist have been crushed, of course. You know, because that's that's my big dream. <laughs> Although. <laughs> Although, how many movies have we seen over the years where, like, stuff like that comes to life and starts killing people? Right. So, you know, there, there's a real fear there because that could happen, right? Yeah. I, I totally believe <laughs> in it. I mean, after watching the movies in the mid-80s and early 90s where you had uh, that was Child's huge. Play. Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? Puppet Master, right? The Little Puppets. Mm. Oh, God, um, yeah. They, one, they still do that like, to this the, day. Yeah, they rebooted it recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they brought yeah, them still, back. It still creeps people out. I mean, they brought back Chucky too, like a whole new series of yeah. Chucky's. Child's yeah, Play and Mark yeah. Hamill played the voice. Yes, right. I mean, it's like no, no, it still scares people. Uh, still what's scares. the other one? Um, what's the other franchise that we're missing out on here? Uh, uh, Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah. See, the Friday the Thirteenth was Halloween. Friday the Thirteenth was scary. The first time, like the first one, when you first saw it, because the whole idea of your dreams becoming real, right? Where you're scared to go to wait, sleep. Wait, 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 wait. That's Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, that's what I'm thinking. Nightmare Before Elm Street. What did I say? Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. No, but that's Friday the 13th, the dreams in. Yeah, yeah but no, no, no. Friday the Oh, wait, really? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, okay. It's been so long, dude. I can't even tell you. Okay, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. That one was creepy because yes. because going to sleep, like really, like when you get of a certain age, like our ages, you go to sleep at night. You're like sometimes the thought crosses your mind: Am I gonna wake up? Or you're in those dreams and it's like it's really happening. Something bad is happening to me, and then you right. wake up and you're like, holy cow, your heart's racing. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Usually. Usually what, what gets me, it's either the falling dreams or I'm stepping mm. on a curb and I don't feel the mm. curb, you know, and I, right. it's like those type mm. of things. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and well, for me, and I don't have them anymore, thank God, not on wood, 
but I used to have uh, for some of the traumatic events in my in my past. Um, you know, there'd be scenes of just normal stuff like certain street lights or ways things are lit or dark alleys or things like that. Absolutely would terrify me, real life and in dreams. I mean, it was awful. You know, it's stupid little things like that that really kind of get you in real life. It's like those psychological triggers you have. You know, there's right. the easy stuff. You know, like, okay, clarinet uh, puppets, people are scared of. That's easy. You know, certain animals like you have, you know, there's certain fears. You know, Spiders, clowns. clouds, yeah. Well, I was going to mention them, but yeah, those things. Those are the easy ones. You know, those are simple, you know, scare tactics. But there's more that are complex that really good movies can really get into. Like, you know, the feeling of, of failing your family. I mean, yeah. that's a real fear for a lot of people. It's not something you can simply just put there. Oh, here's fear your family, your family. Look at it. No, it's here's a story about a guy who failed his family and what he had. And that can be scary if done right. Can't really see that often in movies. That's a real fear, you know, and it gives you that kind of that sinking feeling. And it's not fear, fear, but it's a real, you know, psychological fear. So it kind of fits into that category. But it's a weird, like higher level of fear almost i guess right i mean yeah. it's a little bit well, different then, than a scare straight scare tactic well then you look at the the three big franchises right and then i'll talk about a fourth one real quick just to hit on it you have mm-hmm. friday the 13th you have right. nightmare on elm street and you mm-hmm. have halloween all right if you look at the first movies the like the first movies of each one of those all right so we'll start with halloween mm-hmm. that was the one where um you know, the girl is babysitting uh, on Halloween. She's by herself. Mm-hmm. And her deranged brother from an mm-hmm. insane asylum breaks out and wants to come home and, like, finish the job, right? Sure. Well, who doesn't? Who, who doesn't, right? Right? Yeah. She's, like, yeah. in this house, and it's dark outside, and there's this guy with this mask, right, that just won't stop until he gets to her. Okay. Then you have uh, Friday the 13th. And mm-hmm. the first movie was, like, a summer camp. Where, right. like, all the, all the kids are gone and it's just the counselors, right? Because mm-hmm. the year before, some kid drowned because the counselors weren't paying attention, right? And and at the right. end, you, you know, you find out that all these kids are dying in this night on Friday the 13th, that mm-hmm. they're there. And it turns out it's the mother of the dead kid that was killing all the teenagers as revenge, right? Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert, <laughs> whoever watched Friday the uh, and then you have, 30 years uh, later, whatever it's been. <laughs> yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street, which was the the guy on the street who used to kill the he used to lure kids into his basement and kill them. Right. Mm-hmm. He was somehow haunting the memories of the kids uh, whose parents basically uh, got rid of him, who killed him. Right. Because they did their own brand of vigilante justice. So he put a curse on them. So he haunts the dreams of the kids of the people who killed him. And he can right. kill them in their dreams. And he can kill them in their dreams, right. Isn't there a theme in that angel? He's trying to get out of the dreams so he can kill them in real life or something? There's some sort of trick that he can do, or he's trying to get that power? I thought there was an underlying theme of him trying to get out of dreams yeah. back, back into real world, but I forget that. I forget how that worked. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while since I've watched yeah. that movie also. The other one, which was the outlier, which came out like early to mid '80s, it was Hellraiser. Okay, so I watched that movie. I watched the Hellraiser, the first one. Okay, go on. I didn't find that scary, like at all. Well, because you're like, desensitized. Is that you. what it is? I mean, I yes. only watched it recently, but I watched it and I'm like, 
I don't even find this slightly scary. I mean, if I was a religious person, I might be a little creeped out by it. But even so, I mean, it, I guess what it was for me is like he, he had a way of torturing people, but they didn't really show a lot of it. So maybe that's where I didn't really get get anything from it. I, I don't know. I mean, I probably when it first came out, it was really scary. But it really doesn't hold up. Like, like Friday the 13th, even though the stuff in it is kind of um, bad – the overall concept and the story is could it fairly holds up. I mean, enough for it to be a franchise continuously, right? You know, Nightmare on Elm Street, same thing. The uh, concept is scary, even if the movie had some, you know, it's adult. But the concept is still scary. I didn't, I didn't find Hellraiser scary. I don't know. It just made so. Me just, so just there. <laughs> well, well, wasn't the whole point of it like you had this guy and his wife, right? They're trying to start a life together. And this guy has a like a black sheep of the family. He's, it's like his brother who's like really mean and evil. And he got into the occult, and then he disappears. And then somehow like he uh, this this little cube thing like unlocks right. a way for him to like come back from the dead. But in order for him to come back, he needs like this lady to sacrifice like people to him, so that way he can like take their essence and their soul so he can come back to life yeah basically just... but then but then the 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 things that brought him to hell are here to like bring him back and right it's three demons right it's like a right like a pinhead and everything else right right so it's like okay it, it really wasn't i guess it really wasn't scary to the humans it was more the story of him trying to fight his way back from hell or to hell or however you want to look at it, depending on what time. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to yeah. escape from hell. He found a loophole in the contract, right? Right. right. <laughs> so I, I didn't find it, like, scary because it didn't really put humans at risk per se. I mean, he obviously was a killer and wanted to kill people, but it, I didn't feel like it was – you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I get it, it but it did, it did spawn a franchise, and I think, like, a little bit of a following. You still see, like, some ladies, like, into the whole, like, you know – black leather clad like yeah other stuff yeah but it, it didn't it, is it still out like there aren't like new movies that came out recently for that one like friday the 13th totally did a nightmare for elm street i believe i think out. they tried it but they did it more along the lines of they just concentrated on like the the character with all the pins in his head mm, okay um, I think it came back, but it did, I don't think it went over well. I know yeah. it's recent. I know in the 2000s it's come back. Okay, okay. I was just curious. So I don't remember that. That one probably just didn't do so well, so it just didn't kind of I – mean, you hear about the Friday the 13th. So you hear about – I mean, hell, modern, a modern uh, epic that felt – that kind of is falling flat now, but The, the Purge kind of falls into that category, yeah. part, I guess-ish. I don't know. Well, you, sure. have, you have Annabelle, which is like the conjuring oh, – yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's that what was it? It's that whole uh, li- uh, lineage of stories uh, that it's based on the memoirs of the of the couple who were like ghost hunters in real life. Right, right, right. Yeah, the the the, 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 the I don't remember what it's called, but yeah, it's supposed to be like based in real world and real scary yeah, things. Blah based blah blah. On yeah. True events. Like yeah. all those other, like the Exorcist of Emily Rose and mm-hmm. the Last Exorcism, it's all like based on actual events. Yeah, um, those will, those will always be around. So I mean, yeah, 
And when they say based, it, it usually is so far from what really oh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's loosely based, very loosely based. Because in in real life, I mean, I know I know everybody has at least one ghost story in real life. Like even I have a ghost story, um, but it's 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 a very big difference between what really happens and it's like, yeah, that felt really creepy, but it's very hard to portray that creepy feeling in a movie and make it yeah. a full-length movie, you know, more than some scary story on a, a, a podcast or something like well, that. Well, wasn't it like uh, the whole Blair Witch thing where people actually thought what they were watching was like found film footage? Like right. People were just like, oh my gosh, these poor people, why haven't they done anything? I'm like, you didn't see these people like the actors talking about the movie coming out? Like they totally skipped over that. Well, I th- but I think that's part of the thing. It's like, okay – if when you saw the Star Wars movie, one of them you didn't watch Jack for, like you didn't watch a trailer, you didn't watch nothing. True. Same same thing with that because in those days it was even less possible to see those, and you had to search if you want to look for what's the new movies, what's coming out. You know, it was a little bit harder back then because the internet well, wasn't true. as pervasive. So I think that partially why yeah, it was I... so successful is because of that. The suspension disbelief were so was so good because of the time. You couldn't do that today. You know, you you couldn't have a movie like that be scary today. The Blair Witch Project. You couldn't have that be scary today. But at the time, yeah, it, it was a perfect timing for it. It wouldn't work any other time frame. Yeah, it was. That, whole, kudos, kudos to the marketing department because if you watch that movie on its own, not knowing mm-hmm. the backstory or anything, right? It's a, it is a really awful watch. Oh yeah. Right? It oh, is yeah. a really bad watch. Oh yeah. And it's been carried so many times. Oh yeah. I mean the whole premise behind I, and, and I get it, like the marketing company's like, no, we're going to make it seem like this really did happen. And mm-hmm. we're gonna get the people of what was it, Pennsylvania to like totally buy in on this. So everyone that like started making these little trips to Pennsylvania, people were like, Yeah, sure. They filmed it out here in, in these woods and well that happens that happens a lot a lot to movies where they were filmed in a location or were supposedly filmed in a location weren't really filmed in that location and then the real world place of that location whether the movie was filmed there or not becomes super popular you know it has all these things it's like you know the movie wasn't filmed actually here right <laughs> it was all and man, let me tell you, to their credit, like they spent like next to nothing to make that movie, oh, and it made a it made a kajillion dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> it, uh, it was a it was, it was a perfect it was a perfect movie for its time. It was it was great, and that's sometimes what what makes a good movie, horror or otherwise, really work is that it just was the perfect time for that movie to come out. Not always working, it doesn't always work for everything, but it does for some things. Yeah, yeah, very very similar to like how Saw hit. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, very you know modest budget and it oh, banked oh um, yeah what was the other one that was kind of like that uh i can't i can't say the same for like the friday the 13th or the Halloween. No, those were big the, budget yeah yeah bigger um, bigger budgets yeah. yeah studio type things mm-hmm. but yeah um, probably the only thing that comes to mind but mind you i was so young when this movie came out it had to be the exorcist because oh, yeah. I think that drew so much attention mm-hmm. because I think they said at the time that like the first night I think that it was shown in LA 
I think somebody in the audience literally had a panic attack and ran out. Mm. Uh, another person like was throwing up. Yeah. Oh, it's you know, it's pretty graphic. I mean, it is a graphic movie for what it is. It really is. I mean, yeah, I couldn't imagine like. He, he, I think now, in order to get that type of effect, you would have to do something so never done before mm-hmm. to get that same effect, I think. I think we've yeah. seen it all, honestly. Yeah. I think the things that scare people, though, I think that still have that feeling is, like, um, war movies. But, like, war movies where it's, like, you're in the middle of the action and you get that real feel of you don't know if these guys are going to live or die and they're being shot Private at. Private Ryan, Yeah. Yeah, things Ryan, like that. First, um, first mm. 15 minutes of Private Ryan. It, it, right. I mean, and it's not a horror movie, but that is scary. I mean, you, you are right there, and you're seeing people die left and right. I mean, that's scary. You know, that's yeah. scary stuff. It's not meant to be a horror film, but that, that stuff, I think, will always affect people, you know, whether they want to admit it or not, obviously. But that kind of simple thing, I mean, simple, quote, unquote, but, you know, that kind of filming and that kind mm-hmm. of really being there type thing, that still will scare people. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, like I said, as far as, like, trying to have that same effect like The Exorcist did or, like, Private Ryan did, where, like, people, like, that was, like, too intense. I, I You know, you have to be warned to go see that movie, right? Right. Yeah, it's it's going to get harder and harder, absolutely. Especially um, as the audiences get more and more, you know, complicated. Well, yeah, yeah, people's tastes have become more sophisticated now. It can't all be about, like, you know, just hacking away with a machete, right? Right. Exactly. Unless it's a 3D movie or something, and or like one of those immersive movies where it could happen around any corner and you're like in the movie. That would be pretty terrifying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what about that? What about those Stephen King movies, right? The Shining. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Classic. It, which I I tell you, I watched It one time, the, the TV one, the one mm-hmm. with um, Tim Robbins, not Tim Robbins, uh, Tim Curry. Mm-hmm. You know, where he's Pennywise. Yeah. But I ha- I can't draw myself to see the new one. I really yeah. can't. No, I hear you. I hear you. It's a, it's it's a you know it's it's a it's a genre of film that a lot of people can't. They just they can't. So let us so, know. <laughs> yeah, let us know. Gosh, uh, <laughs> I'll be sleeping with the light on around Halloween if I watch any of the movies I mentioned. That one, if I'm telling you, I think you should watch it. But watch it during the day called The Witch. It's spelled mm. with two V's instead of a W. During the day, absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll have nightmares, I'm sure of it. So let us know what you guys watch this Halloween. Stay safe out there. Make sure to like and follow us on all of our things, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Pinterest. And, of course, please make sure you're following us on YouTube now that we're posting more videos of our interviews with some of our uh, up-and-coming and, and exciting guests. So definitely getting back into that again. So definitely uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel so you don't miss a thing. Um, and, of course, Thank you for liking us here on whatever podcast service you are listening to us on today. And Ernie, just because we wanted to be a little creepy, if you will, please. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. We'll talk to you guys next time. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.